pleased to be joined by our good friend Pat Combs. Nice enough to be on with us this morning. And Pat, I was uh, been looking forward to this for a long time. It is great to have you on with us. Uh, J Mo, it's uh, it's an honor to be with you. And man, I I just we missed 15 days together back in the spring, so it's good to be back with you. <laughs> I know we were just getting started, weren't we? <laughs> we were. Yeah, we were uh, rudely interrupted by this uh, COVID yes. thing, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's great to be on with you, Jay. Rude is a good word for it, for sure. Hey, uh, first off, how you doing uh, health-wise? How's your family doing? I hope everybody is okay. Uh, we are safe, and everybody's healthy. Uh, we've had no issues with our family, and uh, just blessed in that way. But, uh, yeah, thank you for asking, John. It's uh, it's It's been good. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, calling you from an on-location at a baseball field in Fort Myers, Florida. Okay. Uh, we've got a, a tournament going on here with our, our 17U Select group. But, uh, yes, yeah, so if you hear a little background noise or wind, it's just that South Florida breeze coming off the water. Uh, you know, a little background uh, crowd cheering, that's not bad. That kind of kind of fits <laughs> right in. I like that. We do. we got a couple of Baylor commits with us uh, that you'll be, we'll get to see here in a, in a couple of seasons. Oh, but, great. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun with these guys. But, yeah, we're, we're all healthy and everybody's good. We've And even, John, all through the summer, we had no problems with our ball team. We huh. traveled, uh, went to different cities, never heard of any uh, teams having any issues. So uh, uh, God's hand was upon us for sure as these guys were playing this summer. Wow, that sounds good. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, uh, I'm just now digging into your book. Thank you for that. And uh, I like what I've seen so far. I really love the concept, what I know of your book, More Than the Score, uh, how long have you been kind of mar- has this been marinating in your mind? How long have you been thinking about doing this? Oh man, it's it was really in response to a lot of the parents. You know, I've got about forty five years of experience in, in the game, and then we coached our three sons, you know, through college athletics. And so, John, as I was just going through life coaching and and having these experiences with youth sports parents. Uh, I kept getting the same questions over and over, especially in this kind of hyper-competitive environment that we live in now. And really, the questions always got back to, you know, what should our focus be? What should our perspective be? You know, what, what kind of seeds should we be planting with our kids? And how do we use sports as a platform to teach them about character and life issues and the things that are really important way beyond the score of the game or when the game's over for the kids. And so it just was a culmination of those thoughts and uh, putting them on paper so I, I could just give out some information to the parents I've, uh, I've worked with for a long time. And, and this comes from, like you said, 45 years of experience, you know, doing this, coaching, being around it, coaching your kids, coaching other kids. So, you know, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of this are, uh, a lot of these are, are life stories that you've, uh, you know, come upon during that career. It is. It's, uh, it's, it's really focused on helping parents and coaches focus on the right things. You know, what, what's the right perspective going into uh, youth sports, you know, and, and how not to get swayed. Uh, even if your, your kid is one of the, the, the 5 or 10% that will go on to play select sports and possibly college and, and maybe even a shot at, at professional ball, but what should be the right perspective? And, uh, John, it just got down from – from just years of working with uh, with parents and coaches and kids is that, you know, the byproduct of what we teach and, and the seeds that we plant, the byproduct should be that we, we get to win some games along the way and get mm-hmm. to celebrate our kids doing some great things. But, but that's for the very few that are going to go on to those higher levels. What about – uh, the kids that are that are just playing ball to have fun and, and rec leagues and things. What, where should the focus 
and uh, in our mentality be in terms of trying to raise them up and teach them the life skills that they're going to need that they're going to last for the rest of their lives way beyond the game. So that that really is what the focus of the book is. And you're right, there's a lot of stories, uh, experiences of uh, what Christina and I did with our three sons, Carson, Connor, and Casey. And uh, so we tell those stories. We tell the things that we did right, that we, we think we did okay with. And then we also are really transparent to things that we look back on and say, you know, I, I, we, sh- we should have done this a little bit differently or we could have gone this direction. So uh, we lay it all out in the book, and uh, hopefully it will be a, a great, uh, uh, you know, just a guide for parents that, that are involved in youth athletics. Pat, you said something you said in there was uh, the winning should be just a byproduct of the lessons that are learned and the experiences that uh, that kids have. Man, some people have that backwards, though, don't they? I mean, to, the, to some people uh, and some parents and I guess some coaches, winning is the only thing. And uh, I'm sure that's part of what you talk about in the book. It is, John. And look, hey, I'll be the first one to tell you, I, I was super hyper competitive, man. It's uh, <laughs> These are lessons I'm right. teaching from my experience of uh, when my wife would have to hit me in the ribs uh, at the at the game. You know, we were playing table games with our kids and, and her later on telling me, do you always have to win it at, at like the shoots and ladders game? Can't you let the kids have fun? And win? So, yeah, I mean, it comes from my experience of being super hyper competitive. And, and look, I get it. I, I've lived through that. I've had to have uh, some truth tellers in my life say, Pat, you got to tone it down, man. You can't yell at umpires. You can't, you know, uh, treat the game more than it is right now. And, I, and so that's the, the thankful part I had, John, was I, I surrounded myself with people that could speak truth into my life. And I had to be open to receive it and then do something with it. And so that's really kind of part of the book as well is, look, we're not always going to get it right. Uh, especially when we're out in the game. You know, you always hear that, that common phrase, well, I just got caught up in the heat of the moment. Right. Well, it, it's, it's going to happen to all of us. We're not going to be perfect when we're coaching and, and raising our kids. But do we have people around us that can help us when we need to have that, that, that feedback that says, hey, try this or, or calm down or take it down a notch, right? So uh, that's part of the, some of those stories as well. I understand this is a hyper-competitive environment we live in. Uh, everybody wants to win, but there's a way to win, and there's a way to do it right. Were the consistent negative uh, negative approaches by parents, did that play into taking the score out of uh, youth league games, like just saying, hey, go play, don't worry about the score? Yeah, I think it did. Now, look, I, I've got a, por- a part of the book that talks about I'm not a fan of of taking scores out of the games. Even when my kids were playing youth soccer and they, they didn't keep score, and I would go home and, and the, you know, my four- and five-year-old sons would say, hey, Dad, we won that game today. The, the kids know, right? Oh, yeah, right <laughs> They're yeah. keeping the score. Uh, but uh, I, I think in, in some respects it's good for development of kids, but also we got to teach them how to develop and learn how to win gracefully and also learn how to lose with grace. So I, I'm not a big fan of taking scores out of the games. I just think uh, that was a – that was a solution to a problem that um, I, I just don't think it gets our kids down the road. I want them to learn how to win and play and, and play hard every every play, every at bat. Um, but we also have to be respectful of, of the character and the, and the things we're trying to develop along the way. And so that there, there's, again, some stories in the book that talk about uh, those issues as well. I know here in Texas it's, it's really big for like high school referees. You're seeing a, a lack of them, people not going out. Is that a trend you've seen uh, as far as umpires go in these um, baseball tournaments across the, uh, America? 
Uh, it, it is. It depends on the tournament because there are some tournaments that do a really good job of bringing uh, solid umpires out. And, and, of course, they've had to pay them more and more because of all the abuse that they're taking, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, when parents go, I can't believe these tournament fees, I say, well, control yourself in the stands. They want to pay these umpires so much. <laughs> um, but the, uh, I, I think that's a, it really is a, a, an issue that we got to deal with. And I, and I talk about in the book uh, re redemption. You know, I, there's a great story about Baylor and how we've gone through that redemption period with Baylor sports. Uh, I apply that to youth leagues. I apply it to how we treat umpires, how we treat coaches. You know, when, when a parent walks up to a, a coach and is complaining about their son's playing time or their daughter's playing time, you know, what kind of message are you sending your kid? Are you, are you trying to create the path for them? Or are you going to let their play and their hard work determine their, their playing time? Um, so there's a lot of things like that, Garrett, that we talk about. And then, of course, the abuse of the umpires, that, that's just got to stop. And I think a lot of leagues are doing a great job of coming up with these zero-tolerance policies. And we've had it out here. It, it, we don't see it as much in the 17-year-old level where I coach. But we hear a lot of stories of, of like, the 8- to 12-year-old levels where parents are getting kicked out of ballparks and, you know, umpires are getting assaulted in the parking lots. It's just yeah. it's over the top. We, we've got to really gain, you know, regain control of those issues. Pat Combs, our guest, former Baylor pitcher, former Major League pitcher, and author now of More Than the Score. And uh, next week is the release, right? Folks can pre-order, but next, uh, next, uh, next Wednesday, the 15th, is the official release date. Yeah, that's right, John. They can go on Amazon right now and pre-order the book. Uh, they can go on christianbook.com, cb.com, and order it. And then uh, another website, if you want to go sign up as part of the launch team, it's uh, manhoodjourney.org. A friend of mine, Kent Evans, runs that ministry, and uh, he helped me with uh, all the back-behind-the-scenes stuff with the book. So manhoodjourney.org if you'd like to go there and register to be part of the team. Yeah, that's a good site. I recommend that, manhoodjourney.org. Uh, check that out, and there's some good resources there. Pat, uh, the uh, uh, one aspect of the book that I really like is that there's so many lessons you can learn through sports. You know, there's there's other ways to do it. People don't have to play sports to learn these lessons. But man, there, there's so such a uh, um, uh, a translation from some, a game, you know, and then in life and how you handle situations, good and bad. I really like that part of it. Oh man, John, that's that's a a, a huge topic for me. You know, being in the consulting business and, and wealth management business, you know, what I hear from my clients all the time is uh, the, the kids coming out of colleges today have not learned some of the team skills that are really required to, to be a part of a team, an organization. And uh, sports is the greatest training ground, uh, I believe, for teaching kids those, those uh, life lessons and character lessons that are going to add to the team aspect of how you work together with people. We've got too many kids at home on their computers with their heads stuck in their phones. They're, they're not learning how to relate to people. And to me, that's where you, uh, a lot of our guys learn these skills. I think back to the coaches, the mentors that I had in my career, and it was always about team. It's always about putting your, your own agenda, your self-interest aside to serve the greater agenda and interest of the team. And that's where they're going to learn these skills is on the sports fields. And uh, so that's where you see a lot of these corporations, John, they, they look for, for folks with athletic backgrounds. They love young women and men coming out of colleges that have been involved in sports for that very aspect. Speaking of the kids being at home, and a lot of them are, have you all seen numbers uh, dwindle over the years uh, of people coming out to play? Yeah, the numbers, uh, you know, population numbers are going up, but the participation levels are going down, Garrett. That's a great point. Uh, there's a study, recent study out three years ago, 70% uh, of youth athletes are quitting the game by the time they're 13 years old. Wow. So that tells you uh, that the the overbearingness of, the, of, of sport, of parents, of 
coaching, it's, it's taken its effect. Kids are getting burnt out. Uh, the other you know, problem we've got is kids focusing on one sport too early. Uh, I had youth baseball players that their parents literally were having their kids play 150 games a year at age 10, 11, 12. And I'm counseling these parents. You can't do that. You've got to get these kids into different sports, let, them, let their bodies learn different movements, and most of all, let them have fun playing different games. Why are you focusing on one sport and driving them into that? They're going to get burnt out by the time they're 13, 14. That's exactly what we're seeing in the statistics. So uh, there's a lot of research behind that. And uh, the numbers in Little League, uh, some of the youth recreational sports are going down. The numbers in the select leagues are just popping like crazy. And that's where, again, you know, the counsel for parents is don't put the rose-colored glasses on. Let your kids enjoy the game. Let their level of play dictate what kind of competition they need to be playing at. So we talk about that in the book as well. Well, Pat, congratulations on uh, getting it printed, getting it out, and look forward to the uh, debut, the unveiling next week. It's next Thursday, actually, one week from today, the 15th. And tell people again where they could find this if they want to pre-order. Yeah, John, you can go to Amazon today and pre-order it. It'll be delivered to your doorstep October 15th. Uh, CB.com, ChristianBook.com, or ManhoodJourney.org is a great website, as you referred to, Jay. It's got a lot of resources for parents, especially dads, to be better dads, better husbands. So thank you again, guys. Really appreciate your time today. Hey, we'll let you get back to the game. (laughs) Thanks for being on with us. (laughs) It's great to catch up with you. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure, J-Bo. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Thanks very much. Pat Combs with us.